And it's time for us to check in with Claire Newell, president founder of Travel Best Bets. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Raji. It was such a busy week. I often say that when we chat (laughs) and we talk about this travel segment. There was just there and I sent you a laundry list, but there was one that just stood out in my mind all week. (laughs) Just I'm going to guess. I don't know if you read it. Yeah. Some poor behavior. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you didn't hear about this there were some guys on electric surfboards going down the canals in venice oh i saw the videos oh isn't it insane no it's just you wonder why these destinations like venice are putting in these rules to manage the over tourism um but this is a prime example i read also that someone was driving on the spanish steps like poor italy these places you know if one day we're going to be seeing these types of places and not be allowed to walk on the Spanish steps. We'll be seeing it behind, you know, barricades and just taking pictures of it between the other people who are all lined up to see yes, it. Yes, this behavior, really this poor behavior is the reason why so many places in Europe say enough tourists start limiting them. There's too many who come here. And, you know, the problem is that they will behave so disrespectfully and give all tourists a bad name, which is happening, isn't it? Yeah, and and it it is. It's happening in more places than just Europe. And it's just a reminder to people uh, to be polite, be respectful, be smart about where you're going. Don't leave a footprint. And one of the best videos I've seen in a long, long time, I've mentioned it before, was called The Last Tourist. And it was a real eye-opener to things that you sometimes you, you forget just how bad it can be when you're visiting a destination. It has the opportunity to do so much good, to um, leave funds with locals by buying local and um, to be able to see things and, and take in. That's why you're traveling. You're going to see these wonderful sites, meet amazing people, eat their food and just immerse in their culture. But this was just uh, just a, a huge reminder of how ugly travel can get. And so yeah. I really do hope that they're slapped with some, you know, big fines and and never uh, do this again. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they'll ban them from from Venice, but there's <laughs> they need to be they need to be made an example of because it was yeah. just shocking. But you made the point there of immerse yourself in the culture when you travel and I think that's so important Claire to just follow the local customs. You should you know, feel so lucky to be a guest in someone else's country or city or area in the world. And for me in Morocco, that meant dress modestly, cover cover my head. In Madrid, there were dress codes at a lot of restaurants and the dress codes were pretty stringent. Uh, but you know what? Again, I felt like, hey, I'm a guest here. I should do as I'm asked. Well, it's so funny you say that because I feel like many people don't actually do their research. They don't know what they should and shouldn't do. They don't learn any of the language, not even please or thank you. And I think that that is something that when you are a traveler, that you should be doing. You should be conscious and uh, and thoughtful about where and how you're traveling and, and try and have a positive impact on the community that you're visiting. And you don't have to speak perfect English and you don't have, you can forget, oh shoot, I forgot that my shoulders needed to be covered. But when you're traveling to those types of places, you should have a scarf or something as a woman in your bag. As a man, you should have uh, a shirt that will cover your shoulders. It's 
it's important to do that research. And Canada's made it so easy for us at travel.gc.ca for every destination, every country around the world. You can go there and there's a tab for the laws and culture. You may not just be uh, offending somebody. It may, you may actually be breaking the law. So some simple things that you need to know. I wonder if your customers, if your clients, if they ask you for that kind of information or if the travel agents just go ahead and share it. Yeah, travel.gc.ca, we put on every single confirmation that we send out and explain that if you're looking for information on uh, what electrical outlets, because often people ask that, what currency you should be using, uh, the, the laws and culture, exit and entry requirements, do you need more than a passport, do you need a visa, and because it's so so clearly laid out and health and safety is also another one other little pockets of places that you shouldn't or 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 should kind of avoid altogether but if if you just go uh before you go to any destination go to that website and make a decision uh whether you should or shouldn't do you need vaccines over and above covid do you need yellow fever do you need um to prove that you've had that before you can go there are so many things that go into making a decision to travel somewhere and often people just forget they see an instagram picture say oh geez i want to go to morocco and they don't read anything about the 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 rest of that country other than you know maybe the instagram shot that they want to get and maybe the weather i often get people saying well it was really rainy when I went there. Yeah. or oh it was everything was closed it was easter well, if you're going to a Catholic country yeah. <laughs> like Mexico, things are going to be closed. It's just, it's it's quite shocking. This, I mean, this was, I mean, surfing in the canals in Venice really shocked me. Yeah. But I, I, clearly I'm on a, on a tangent about this. It just, it was, <laughs> I love again, it. a huge reminder. We have it so easy to find this information. Yes, it absolutely. is so readily available to us. So just seek it out. Absolutely. And then I also am so curious about this story around the best ways to buy, to buy stuff when you're abroad. Yeah, it's changed a lot. When I first got into the industry, you you had traveler's checks. Traveler's checks, yes. Well, what are those? <laughs> Most traveler's people are probably checks. asking. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, I still am a fan of having a, a bit of a mix, a little bit of cash, not too much. You don't need, you know, three weeks worth, but in case you want to be going in a taxi or buying a, a drink or a bottle of water that you may not have, uh, may, may want to buy on the side of the road, they may not take the credit card. But the best case is using your credit card. They do have foreign transaction fees. Some people don't know what those are. Um, they are over and above. Your, your bank charges this, your credit card charges this. Usually uh, sits around 2 to 3%, depending on which card you have. But it's um, the rule of thumb with travel is you pay for convenience, and you don't want to pay a lot to, to change your currency. So if you're going to places like... Uh, an ATM using an ATM machine at uh, a bank that doesn't you have the same network that you use. You can find that out by flipping your ATM card over or going online and and taking a peek. But if there an ATM isn't part of your network, wow, can it be expensive? Yeah, I've heard from one up to four percent for withdrawals. So if that's three to six dollars for as a fee, um, so over and above the conversion fee. So wow. really important to take a, take a peek at that. Mm-hmm. I steer clear of ATMs Do and you? currency exchanges, yes, yeah. at both airports and hotels, because again, you pay for convenience. I mean, at a pinch, I'll go to concierge and, and ask for it at my hotel. But if I'm taking cash, 
for or in the currency of where I'm going, I almost always get it before I go from my own bank. And I don't just take one credit card because I use my credit card so much. I do take a couple of different credit cards. My husband actually has two different ones um, from what I have. So we're, we make sure when we're traveling together, those are paid off and that we can go. Um, it's, it's important to make sure that if you have a, a card that you need to make sure that you let your bank know you're going to be out of the, out of the country, do that. Most don't anymore. There's only a handful of, of those cards, uh, but make sure you do it. There's nothing worse than expecting to use your credit card and not being able to. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm curious, do you use your card on your phone or are you using the physical card? I am using the physical card. I like to put in my card and put in my, my uh, pin number. Yeah. But I do have friends who use that on their phone all the time. I, I mean, I know how convenient it is, but I actually have a case on my, I, I got it originally for travel. It's a case that has my ID. I carry my Nexus card in it when I'm going through uh, the airports, but then I put it with my passport in my, my hotel safe. But it, it has my credit card that I'm using and I leave one in my crossbody purse. Oh, okay. But I, I do have it in, set up so that it is really convenient. But if you can, just debit cards, uh, I know that they're convenient and only accepted in a lot of restaurants over in Europe. But if, if at all possible, I'm a fan of using your credit card. Okay, and now let's squeeze in one deal before we say bye to you. Oh, geez. Okay, um, <laughs> I think I would have to say, I know we just talked about Venice, but the package that includes... Uh, airfare, seven nights hotel with two, three of the nights in Rome, two in Florence, two in Venice, uh, your breakfast every day, train between the cities, sightseeing tours and airport transfers October the 4th through until the 20th. So crowds are gone. The prices have really come down at that point. Um, $13.99 taxes of 804 so that's on my website, travelbestbets.com. Nice. And it should be so much quieter, more quiet at that point too. Thank you so much, Claire. Thanks so much, Raji. Have a great Sunday.